This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live show here on Twitch. Hello to everybody in Twitch. Thank you for joining us. And as always, the show is brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week, uh-huh. including the any, weekends. Any day ending with a Y. That's true. Yep. And uh, we do offer discounted products and free shipping options within the continental United States. So check it out mm-hmm. uh, and consider buying something from us because that's how we stay in business. Yeah. We, we appreciate that business. That's how we can afford to... Uh... To buy breakfast burritos in the morning, mm-hmm. which has been great. Yep. Uh, and on that note, too, um, if if you did uh, have been waiting on a mat, uh, we finally, the government shutdown has been throwing a massive monkey wrench into our plans. Yeah. And um, we've had a container of product just sitting because there's no one there working at the uh, in customs and uh, it caused a slowdown. But uh, we finally got a release date. So if you've been waiting on a mat, Everyone should have gotten an email written yeah. by me with a misspelled subject line. That's well done, dude. That's very, very English professional. English major. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have been waiting, uh, thank you for your patience. Uh, we were supposed to get our shipment three weeks ago, and we're finally going to get it. So um, thank you for your patience. Sorry for the inconvenience. And uh, it, it uh, definitely was not something we had control over. I feel bad for the people at the dock because some people still have to work. Otherwise, it would be a total... Nothing being imported into the country would go anywhere. It'd just be sitting there piling up. So there's some people that are there working for free. It's super, I feel really bad for them. Yeah. Well, there's just a big backup right now. There's a lot of stuff that's just sitting in a, in a docking dockyard. Just like we could see our container. We're like, cool. Let's just go get some bolt cutters and cut through the fence. I don't know if you want to transport those boxes. Um, But uh, so anyway, there's an update there. If you've been waiting, we really appreciate your patience. Check your email. Uh, we sent out um, an email with, even though it's not our anything we had control over, um, we did send you a, a nice little present to say thank you for your patience and we're sorry. We're that, sorry that the government that everyone's fighting right now. We're really we just, we can't make the minds up. Yeah, it's so, kind of a sweet deal you got though. Yeah, yeah we we appreciate the patience and it's uh, it's not fair to the customer, so we wanted to make it up to you because we they kept telling us like oh it'll be here in a couple of days it'll be here in a couple of days it'll be here in a couple of days and we're like yeah <laughs> which turns into small. we don't know yeah. Yeah. So at any rate, I get it though. Yeah, it's it's you know hey, it's these things happen in business, uh, not acts of God kind of kind that's, of deal. That's business. You know what would be the that's worst? What, say, right? what would be the yeah. worst if your container fell off the ship, which does happen? Mm-hmm. That would be so Ooh. bad. <laughs> I mean, you're insured, but still, it would right. just oh my gosh, that would be super bad. Uh, knock on wood, that didn't happen. So at any rate, uh, we want to talk about some of the other cool stuff going on. There's a really Exciting new releases that have come out this week from good old G-dubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, more of the Gloom Spike gets. There's quite a few uh, pre-orders up this week, including some new terrain and other fun stuff. So check it out. Go over to store.frontlinegaming.org. Click on the pre-order tab. You can see all the new goodies up for grabs. But these new Gloom Spike get, um, kits, I grabbed a couple of the ones I thought looked the coolest. Mm-hmm. And they're really exciting. Um, this uh, faction has been selling really well. 
So it's, it's hit the right buttons with people. And I think it kind of harkens back to some of the, the, the more lighthearted nature of the game. Uh, it's really fun and, and wacky. And there's clearly a lot of people that it's, it's, it's resonating with. So right. if you wanted to grab some, you can do so at a discount. The Dankhold Trogoth, I think, dude, this is like so Jim Hansen. Like I've said this before, but it, I feel like this came right out of like Labyrinth or um, the Dark Crystal or something like that. Yeah, it's, doesn't, a, doesn't it's a new guy? aesthetic for sure. They're, um, it's very cartoony. It's a lot more cartoony, but we've already started seeing that with some of the other releases that we've had. I'm, um, I'm cool with it, though. I think it the, looks the, great. The sea kin, the, uh, the Ida Ness sea guys. Um, I don't think, like, I didn't feel like they were very well, cartoony. The flying turtles. Oh, that was cool. And flying sharks. He's not flying. He's swimming through the Aether Sea. That's true. The idiot. Aether Sea. Yeah. You don't see very many of those. God. Um, no, it looks good. I, I, I like the, the, the new Trogloss, which are the old trolls. Um, replace the old blue fine cast ones, which were the rock trolls. They weren't. They weren't fine cast, were they? I thought they were plastic. They got made into uh, fine cast. Got it. The the swamp trolls or the plastic are ones? plastic, and those had just been released during the uh, the end of seventh edition. They're in, really cool. In the world that was, so they still hold up. The old yeah. the old plastic ones will hold up. The best though is Gabapalooza, which not only is the name phenomenal. Yeah. Each one of those minis is just so funny. I love it. So really, really cool. Mm -hmm. Check it out. If you do want to pick up some of these, of course, again, you can do so at a discount from us if you so choose. And uh, those, start, those will start shipping at the end of the week. So really, really cool. Indeed. I like them. Uh, in other news, if you would like to scroll down so I can read the news, buddy. You got one job, mm -hmm. Jason. I know. I'm being distracted off camera by One job, somebody. Beanie Man. Yeah. Uh, GW started showing off the new Gene Steeler Codex. And it looks really good. The reaction from fans has been ultra positive so far. Uh, and just because I know everyone is going to ask, no, this Dex will not be in effect at the LVO. No, nope. um, it looks like it's probably going to be coming out like right before the event, like days before the event. Possible. I mean, we know we already know what's up for pre-order this weekend, which, which they've said. We can't, we can't say. Oh, have they said it on the yeah. community site? Well, they already talked about what's coming out for pre-order. So the, 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 the Dex is in all likelihood going to be in people's hands like days before the event. So it's not, obviously, we can't. that's too close. If you're a Gene Sealer Colt player, I'm sorry. Uh, that's a bummer. Mm -hmm. But uh, what I, what hey, I can't say. New year. New, new ITC year. Yeah. New army. I think this codex is going to come in like a, like a Miley Cyrus. And why would you want to take a new codex anyways? Even if, like, if you got it a week before, like, it's awesome. you're not going to do well. Yeah, probably not. At a, not at an event like that. I mean, you're going to have fun with the new decks, but you're not going to advance anywhere. Yeah. But I think this codex is going to disrupt the meta quite a bit. Um, it's really, really strong, in my opinion. It's extremely strong. And uh, I'm curious to see how people react. Because I think on first glance, when they start looking at the decks, they're going to, they're going to, people tend to see the negatives first. But I, if you, this is one where you got to dig down and look for the combos, mm -hmm. and they're really, really powerful. They're going to have a lot of character support. Yeah, there's a, a lot. There's a ton of little characters. I, I already forgot how many they've already shown. Yeah, just there's little, a ton of little them. individual guys running around. My favorite is the gunslinger dude. That guy is just mm -hmm. the he's so good. He looks he looks like he's walked straight out of a Clint Eastwood spaghetti western. They did a good short story on him. Oh, did During, they? They did like a Vigilus short story series, like leading up to the the fall of Vigilus. I didn't whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, and one of them was about that guy because like, they're worshiping him as a um, as a cult hero. Nice. And so like, it's it's been out now, so I can spoil it. But essentially, what happens is the uh, the Arbites uh, capture a, a gene stealer cultist, and he's like, you know, we worship this guy. He's gonna save us all. And then the the he he shows up and like in a cool like ninja way, kills the Arbites, and then 
the guy's like, oh, you saved me. He's like, I'm not here to save you. And like, he takes him off to be like tortured. It's like, it's really a good little story. It's very grim. Yeah, that was, I mean, that's just summing it up. But, very grim dark. Yeah. So in uh, this uh, week's article, or today's article, excuse me, on uh, the Warhammer community page, they showed off the uh, uh, the biophagus, if I remember correctly. And uh, he's like a mad scientist type dude. He has an awesome little uh, uh, homunculus, little helper dude, which I love. I love those little models. They're so much fun. They have so much character. And he's got like a little potion that he's uh, right. you know, going to give to somebody. But uh, his rules are that he can modify aberrants similar to the way that Fabulous Bile does it. Yeah, he's like a, hum- a homunculus for the Dark Eldar. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. similar kind of uh, uh, function. Mm-hmm. And uh, he can go up to a unit of aberrants on a, a one, one of them dies on a two plus. Uh, nobody dies either way. You enhance uh, the unit. You can give him plus one strength plus one toughness or plus one attack, it's random. And um, if you have the little, like, his little munchkin buddy, mm-hmm. uh, once per game, you can roll two. Right. And then the, the enhancement lasts for the unit of aberrance for the whole game. So anybody out there that plays Gene Steeler Colt or has played against them, you already know how good aberrance are. They're kind of the, they're, they're a cornerstone unit of winning Gene Steeler Colt lists now. Mm-hmm. And Gene Steeler Colts have been doing very well. People have been winning events with them, mm-hmm. uh, with the index. So the, and the codex is only going to enhance their ability to, to win games. So I'm excited. And I think in the ITC 2019 season that uh, Gene Steeler Colts are going to be a force to be reckoned with. They're going to be extremely powerful. Yeah, it's a, it's a new a new player has entered the match, as mm. they'd like to say. Right? It's, it's, I think people say that in mm. video games and such. Something like that. Anyways, it is cool, though. It's a new army. And then we might even see a sister's army at some point also. Um, so in 2019, it's already shaping up to be pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of exciting stuff. Um, can't wait to see how the Vigilus campaign continues to develop. They're already dropping hints about that. 46 um, days. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. When they were they were talking about the, um, the Harkons um, on the Warhammer community page, they did an update on the on the update on Harkon where they they, um, they redacted they the redacted change, what yeah. they said. But then at the end, they threw in a little teaser saying, "Well." No, get out there and use him because he only has 46 days until Abaddon shows up. Did they say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so we know, yeah. There you go. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, get excited. Uh, there's a lot of really, really cool and um, game-changing content coming right. our way. Uh, I love it. I wish I could talk about it now, but obviously I cannot. Mm-hmm. But you guys, everyone out there, I think is going to be stoked with what you get. It's we already got a taste of it in the first Vigilist book, which is excellent. Yeah, I really, really enjoy it. And uh, the uh, kind of a little deviation here from the main topic, but uh, in the Vigilist book, all those specialist attachments have really uh, proven to be very powerful and popular. People like them. They're very they're thematic. They're, they're what formations wish they were from last edition. Right. Right. Like they're not overpowering. They're not, you know, the, the only way to play the decks, but they're really good. They're very thematic, uh, totally optional. And if you're a Space Marine player out there, let me tell you, veteran intercessors are the business. Yep, I found out the hard way. Yeah, Jason and I played a league game, and uh, they put six wounds on a Castellan. Yep. It was ridiculous. (laughs) Really, really good. Uh, It's just an exceptional unit. No, they wiped out a... um, They killed a Warglaive first. Yeah, they just... They aced it, one-shotted it. Because the stratagem that lets you go rapid-fire two Mm -hmm. uh, with a full unit of ten... Plus they have three attacks each, power fist on the Sarge. Dude, the Sarge hits like a almost like a captain. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they just smoked a Warglaive. Just 
one volley annihilated it because Bobby G was uh, behind him. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're extremely good, very durable, uh, shoot great, punch great, uh, just an all-around excellent unit. Uh, take a unit of 10 to go up the table and take objectives, play very aggressively. I have a, an apothecary that hangs out near him to fix him, bring guys back to life. Uh, it's, it's an A-plus unit. So if you're a Space Marine player out there and you're struggling, like I know a, lo- a lot of Space Marine players are struggling to find a way to win, uh, definitely consider using the Veteran Intercessors. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Some of the other cool things in that uh, Specialist Detachment, I tried the Reliquary of G- Gathalamore. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I put it on the Apothecary. And uh, it's an 18-inch bubble, minus one to cast. If you fail to cast on a four-up, you take D3 mortal wounds. I actually killed one of Jason Sykers with it. Um, it's very, very good. And then the optional Warlord trait, where once per game, all your, your whole detachment gets another chapter tactic. It's really strong. So, like, if you go first, you could go like, oh, okay, I'm going to make my guys all Raven Guard in addition to being whatever I Ultramarines. Uh, so then your whole army is minus one to hit. Well, all the infantry. Right. Or you could be like, oh, I want to be White Scars this turn because I'm going to leave combat, shoot you because I'm Ultramarines, and then also charge again. Um, or you could go six up, feel no pain with uh, Iron Hands. It's, it's really strong. It's really, really, really strong. Uh, like if you go second and your opponent uses the stratagem to uh, have his whole army be in cover, you're like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to make myself ignore cover. Which is something I completely forget every single time we play that game yeah. is that new stratagem, the 2.1. Yeah, which would be really helpful. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, if you're a Space Marine player out there, I know a lot of people are struggling. Um, there's a lot of gems that you have, like Sniper Scouts, mm-hmm. G-Man, Devastator Squads, Double Shooting Little Wounds, Thunderfire Cannons. Which are uh, ridiculous they, yeah. that they affect vehicles also. Yeah. Intercessors now are, are absolute gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, your Psychers are really good. So you have a lot of tools in your toolbox. Um, I know a lot of people are really down on them, and I'm, I always try to stay positive. Because yeah. I win most of my games with it. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, in our league here, that um, it's about 64 players in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our, our pod, which it's subdivided into to pods to make it more manageable. Right. Frankie and I are playing, I think we're going to play today or tomorrow, uh, to it's win. Today. Uh, is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. It's going to be Frankie and I to, to determine who's going to win the pod. And I, I've been playing pure Space Marines and I've gone undefeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Frankie's played Harlequins and he's been stomping people right really interesting too he's not using bikes he's using uh, uh not venoms the star weavers or star weavers yeah with uh, a ton of just troops with uh, fusion pistols they're hard to hit first of yeah. all they, they have negative to hit bonuses they Minus also wound. have invul saves yeah yeah it's rough i've been at the receiving end of that one it's gonna well, be a tough game i've been thinking the, the problem really with, with space marines right now i feel that they just have so many choices and not all the choices are that great they have a and, lot of stinkers. So, so yeah. a lot of people feel like, oh, I'm playing Space Marines. I'm going to take Predators. I'm going to take all these different yeah. things that just are not really optimal right now for the competitive environment. I think there's too much. There's choice overload. I think that's a really good point. Like, because they have uh, they have the most units by a mile right. in the game. Like they have more units than like you could take two other codexes, combine them, and it's still not going to mm-hmm. touch what Space Marines have. And a lot of their options aren't very good right now. Like. The vehicles should have chapter tactics like you know they and chaos space Marines are the only ones that aren't don't follow the pattern they were the first out the gates they were the first codex is written it was you know and, and space marine players tend to want to play more of a, a fluffy like this is a codex marine detachment 
Yeah. You know, like what you would see, you know, we have a couple tactical squads and they're in Razorbacks and I have, you know, um, a couple Predators and a Dreadnought and, and a squad of Terminators. You know, that I see, I tend to see that more often with Space Marine players and they get frustrated when they go to a tournament and, and those aren't lists. You're going to face lists that if you're taking something like that, it's just not going to do great against. Like your list, your Space Marine list is great because you have what it takes to take out all the heavy hitters right now. Yeah. You have a way to deal with hordes. You have a way to deal with knights. You have a way to deal with close combat yep. monsters. Um, it'll be interesting to see how you play against Frankie, but I think you know you have a lot that can take him on. So a I lot think, of mortal wound dealing stuff, which the end yeah, saves don't matter. Exactly. I think he has the advantage uh, <clears throat> list to list against me, but um, you know we'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. I think if I go first in that matchup, I've got a really uh, strong advantage, but he's going to have the plus one. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's going to be tough because the Harlequins have so many things that ignore Space Marines' toughness and armor, right? right. So it's kind of like, eh, we'll see. Uh, and Frankie's extremely good, and he's been watching me play. He knows what units right. of mine to try and take out. He's also picked it's apart your, your playing in, in the multiple oh, yeah. games that you've played here. Yeah. So he, he kind of knows you already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we'll see. It's funny because, like, yeah. we're dead even tied on points in the league. Yeah. So like whoever wins the game, I, if we tie, I'll win. Right. But if if whoever wins the game wins our our pod, so it'll be an exciting. It, conclusion. It's coming down to it. Yeah. It'll be an exciting conclusion. Which is interesting. Yeah. I was not even a speed bump, on the way in. You need to win your last game <laughs> to not go down. To a not pod. be demoted. Yeah. Uh, and then again, for those of you who are going like, what the hell are they talking about? The, the way our league is is uh, organized, is that everyone's put into pods based on their ability, and uh, if you win if you win uh, more games than you lose, you go up. Yeah. You go up a pod. If you lose more than you win, you go down. And the idea is that it puts people in a group where they're going to have fun games, right? And then the top pod is like basically the best players in San Diego. Right. Uh, they're really, really skilled players. So it's fun. Like it's, it, it makes it, it, you're getting consistent games and competitive games and they're really fun meeting new people. Uh, and again, if you didn't know, uh, leagues do score ITC points. Mm -hmm. um, just, you just have to submit them in the right format. Uh, we don't count the number of rounds because leagues often have like 10. Essentially, it, sound, it, it is the same points as a tournament of similar It's You don't uh, get the round players. multiplier, which is a big deal, yeah. but it counts as an RTT score. Nice. So if anybody out there is like is listening and going, oh, that sounds like fun, yeah. I totally encourage it. It builds community. It keeps you it keeps your skills sharp, yeah, I had and a, you get to play new people. A store owner who, who he was calling to do an order for because he was key carries or mats. And uh, he was talking about ITC, and he's like, well, it's something that I've been thinking about, but the last time we had an ITC event, all these ringers came in <laughs> from, like, around the area. And I guess his local player base are, are not competitive-minded. And I guess the ringers just drove in several hours and just wiped them. And I'm like, okay, well. It, it does happen sometimes. You know, that, that, that can happen if you have people that are willing to travel and, and your guys aren't used to it. But then I let them know about the league. I'm like, well, why don't you run a league? Um, and you can do a couple per year. And then your players that can at least – get ITC scores for yeah. playing and then it's a league it's not a tournament and they can play the way they want to play exactly and that's what we like like the the last two episodes ago when we were talking about it like you get like we encourage you to, to participate in the way that you want to participate in it's like we the ITC is not about telling you what to do it's about right. providing you a toolbox mm -hmm. that you can then go and organize get your community organized getting people playing and excited and, and you know enthused about the hobby um, it's that that is the the goal more so than trying to dictate to people how to play the game, right? So, uh, Wolf Priest Carl says I should use the rope a dope tactic against Frankie and get him some beers first. There you go. There you go. I like it. Um, 
so uh, LVO, yep. it's a little event. It <clears throat> takes place in Vegas in a couple of weeks. You might have heard of it. And it's coming up soon, and just like every other year, actually much more so than every other year because it's so much bigger, uh, we are getting bombarded with uh, all kinds of you know questions and um, it's crazy. Like right. we're really feeling the, sh the, the, the strain of the growth this year. So um, if you're looking for a customer service in regards to, I don't like a rule question or getting a model approved, if you have some funky conversion or if you're trying to get your list uploaded or whatever, please do not hit me up on my personal Facebook page. Mm -hmm. That is in no way affiliated with Frontline Gaming. It's like, don't do it like with Frankie or, or Jason or Pablo or any, like I know it's a convenient way to communicate, but I like that, that that's not the appropriate channel. I read maybe 20% of my Facebook messages mm -hmm. that I get. Like I don't even look at most of them because I can't, there's right. too many. So if you're trying to get like a res resolution to an issue, mm -hmm. email us. Yeah. Like that is 100% you're gonna get responded to uh, as fast as we can. Right. But I've had like a number of people trying to hit me up on my personal Facebook page about something. I'm like, this is where I go to communicate with my friends and my family and look at funny animal videos. Right. Like it is not connected to the event. Um, just just email us. And just be patient. Just yeah. I mean, I know we do a lot, um, but we, we are a small company. And uh, you know while we're doing ITC stuff, we all have our own departments too that we also run, which yeah. also have been increasing, which has been fantastic. So just be patient. If you send an email in, just um, just be patient. You don't need to call us the next day and, and blah, 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 or, or email multiple times. Just let it go. We'll get to it. We just have to go in order yeah. of how we get stuff. And that go, kind of goes for all of our departments right now in January. Um, we Again, this tends to be the, the crunch for us because of the Las Vegas Open, which has grown. This will be the biggest year. Um, so yeah. Just ask for a little patience. Yeah. And we will get to you no matter what, no matter what department you're asking for information from. Yeah. It just it, right now we're just, it's really, cause we've got normal business operations and you know, LVO prep mm -hmm. and it's the biggest year ever, like you said. So it's, we're <clears throat> bottlenecking a little bit. We're definitely feeling the strain on our, some of our systems need to change for next year. Um, they don't, they're not scaling up as well as we would like, but those are all good problems to right. have. Right. So um, but yeah, don't, don't hit us up on our personal Facebook page. You're likely to get missed mm -hmm. with me. It's almost certain that you're going to get missed. Right. Um, it's just, it's not a, a, a good way to get official, uh, communication, but we understand. Yeah. Like we, we understand like the, there's the sense of urgency, um, and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So totally. definitely not discounting that. It's not, it's not like offensive or anything. It's just, we're trying to make sure that we answer your questions and it's likely and sometimes, and sometimes it takes a little time. Yeah, you know, uh, to get an answer that way. That's why calling also doesn't usually work that well when you have questions like that because the likelihood of having an answer for you immediately um, is just is pretty low. Yeah, you know, so email lets us sit down and actually look up the information and then get back to you. Yep, indeed. Uh, but we are happy to answer your questions. It just takes us a little time. If right you wanted now. to call and say hi, and you can. I'm sure Pablo wishes, and Hunter well. would would love to hear yeah. a nice message. So uh, in other LVO news, we want to make sure that we get all this information out there because it's always a challenge to communicate everything. It's, it's a complex system. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to upload your, or you need to upload your list, especially for the 40K champs, please get that done ASAP. The deadline is the 25th. Um, there, there will be penalties if you don't do it. So please make sure, don't wait to the last minute. It's like if you wait until the 25th to do it, and then you have trouble figuring it out, 
and then you try to reach out mm -hmm. to get a response, it's you're unlikely to get it in time because we're going to be. We should say the, the week of the event. So that'll be like the fourth. I think it's the Monday, the third or the fourth. I can't remember. Basically, that from right. that point, we are probably not going to answer your messages. Oh, it says that already okay. on the LVO. Like we're, you, we're gone. Yeah, we're not even here. Yeah. So that week leading up to it, it's too late. If, yeah. if you have a question, if you want to change tickets, it's too late. Yep. Yeah. It's the week before the event for a transfer. So it's the February 1st. Mm -hmm. And uh, for rules, questions and such, I cannot remember the exact deadline. It's on the player pack. Um, so don't don't wait don't wait to the last minute you're only gonna hurt yourself uh, but if you do want to if you do want to go ahead and get that uh, list uploaded now please do so I put links uh, I, some people were having trouble finding the event on BCP mm -hmm. um, but they're all they're all up there uh, I put the links in the show notes for your convenience which you can find at frontlinegaming.org uh, the LVO uh, 40k champs and AOS champs I linked them if you're playing in the 40k friendly you want to go to the Facebook group and talk to Thomas, that's your uh, tournament organizer, and get your list approved. Uh, and then again, they're just making sure that it's a friendly, appropriate list. You know, they don't want to see the Castellan plus Astra Militarum face smasher list. My Castellan and two Valiant list? Yeah. Oh. He's a friendly Castellan, though. Right. He's like, hugs, death. Hey, I won't be able to get all my rerolls, so. Yeah. Indeed. So uh, make sure to do that. Get your list uploaded mm -hmm. sooner than later. It, this is a new system. It's gonna. There's gonna be a learning curve to get used to it. Once we get over this hump, it'll be easy, second nature. So do it now. Yeah, do it. Give yourself now. time. Yeah, <laughs> like don't wait to the last minute. You're only gonna hurt yourself. Yes. Uh, get those uploaded. Again, if you're playing in the friendly, go to the Facebook group. Uh, <clears throat> Ping Thomas. I put the link in the show notes and uh, get your list approved. And then I also put in the 40k narrative Facebook group link in the show notes as well. So that uh, if you're going to that, you, you want to make sure to communicate with the TO, Justin, and uh, find out which group you're a part of. Uh, he can weave you into the narrative of the, of the story and all that fun stuff. So just make sure you get it done ahead of time. Also going forward for the ITC, uh, again, like last year, we're getting like, there's some people who are like submitting events that were like months and months ago. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I forgot to submit my event for points. Um, next year, we're gonna put a hard stop on that. Uh, you're gonna have 30 days to submit your event uh, uh, for points and right. also to make any corrections. Because, I mean, we get it, the Android app is like still ramping up. So a lot of people use Android devices. That's why we didn't do it uh, for 2018 season. But for 2019, the Android app, is, it's serviceable, it works. Um, they're still fine tuning it, uh, the BCP guys. But uh, we're, we're gonna make that like a hard, if you don't get your event results in within 30 days, too bad, so sad. So make sure you talk to your tournament organizers and uh, make sure that they get those results in if you want your points. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's just, it causes all kinds of issues when uh, like we, we upload like 10 events at the last minute, right. people's scores change. And then someone who thought they were in first place drops down to second place, they get upset. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, this is the last time that we're gonna do this next season. Right. You gotta get them in, in a timely fashion. And if, you, if you're a player attending these, um, it's not a bad idea to kind of like talk to the people who are running the event and be like, hey, so who's the one in charge of uploading? Because a lot of times when you go to these game store events, you'll have somebody running the event, but then it's the game store owner who's like, oh yeah, I'll take care of it. And they have other things but to do. But of course, like we busy. know. Yeah firsthand how it goes so as long as if they're being reminded oh yeah i'm the one that needs to do that then you won't have any problems or take ownership of it and be the organizer and then that way you're in control of right. it so uh yeah and these are all part of like growing and becoming you know mm -hmm. uh, this is just we knew this was going to happen 
Um, but uh, yeah, it's exciting though. It's exciting to see how, how, how much people are getting into it. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, we've been getting a lot of people submitting pictures of their models for conversion approval, which is good. Uh, you definitely don't want to just show up with something that's questionable and have a judge pull it off the table because they will. We have. That sucks. Nobody wants that to happen. That, that makes your experience a lot less enjoyable. It sucks for the judges. They don't want to do it. It's not fun. Uh, so if you have a model that's questionable, send it in. Uh, you do not want to be in the middle of a game and have a unit pulled off the table because it doesn't meet the criteria, which have been posted all year long. Um, you got to make sure that your models are three colors minimum painted, that they're based, uh, proxies are not okay. I mean, we're getting people right. <clears throat> sending in pictures of a, a, like the classic one was a guardsman with his LAS gun painted blue. And he's like, that's a plasma gun. I'm like, no, that's a blue LAS gun. Right. Uh, and if you try to display that as a plasma gun mm -hmm. at the event, you might make it through a game or two, but you're playing Russian roulette. And if the judge walks by and it comes up, those guys are gone. So uh, you don't want that to happen. That sucks. Yeah. Right. And like proxies don't fly. Um, a, a Lehman Russ is not a Rhino, mm -hmm. no matter what, unless you extensively convert it, which that's cool. Yeah. Um, so just, you know, be aware of that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also this has come up. Some people are just now becoming aware of it. It's been, you know, it's been the case the whole year. But uh, to play in the top eight, your army must meet the standards of streaming. Otherwise, unless you have different models, you will not be able to play. You won't actually make it into the top eight, even if you actually qualified to make it. So make sure you understand what the standards are. Uh, if your army is, looks like crap and it's literally like, the bare minimum painting with crap basing, you're probably not gonna be allowed to play. You're gonna be asked to either go find other models to sub it in or just your spot's gonna be forfeited to the next person. Um, you have to use the dice we provide you, that's non-negotiable. If you're not willing to do that, you don't get to play. Uh, and then this year, a new one, if you have third party models uh, and GW is running the stream this year, you're not gonna be able to play. You're gonna have to either sub them out or forfeit your spot. Um, and the reason that we're doing that, uh, all of this is we're trying to raise the bar. Right. Um, we, we are not, we're not putting someone on the world stage of 40K, what's going to be the most viewed uh, games of 40K uh, ever. And we're not going to have someone up there with toys substituted as models and a crappily painted army right. or a bunch of models that aren't even Games Workshop models. Yeah. Uh, that's not going to fly. No models riding on turtles. <laughs> Indeed. Right. Yes, that, that would Just not be Just keep that in okay. mind. Keep that in your head yeah. when you're putting your stuff yeah. together. You're like, is this Coke can with wheels drawn on the best thing for me? Yeah. Is this going to represent the hobby right. in a positive light? Because we're working on some really exciting and cool things to get more exposure for the hobby, which we can't talk about just yet, but it's awesome, right? And if these deals go through and we're exposing the hobby to like, thousands maybe tens who knows even a hundred thousand more people a million who knows and someone tunes in to look at it and it's just this crap thrown together played by someone who's being a jerk that is not going to grow the hobby right mm -hmm. so that's why we're taking these steps with the code of conduct uh with the the raising the bar for what you need to put on the table right if you're going to be streamed um it's it's to it's to present the hobby in a good light and to grow the hobby and get people excited about it. Right. We're looking for like the South Korean StarCraft experience. That is what we're we're, right. we're aiming Take it for. seriously. Yeah. 
And, it, and the thing is, too, is like, that's only for the stream. That's only for the top eight. That's right. 1% of the people that are playing. Yes. For just coming to play and have a good time. If you just hit the minimum paint requirement and basing, you're fine. Don't but worry about it. What a bummer if you come to the event and you just fall like ass backwards into like the top eight somehow. Yeah, it happens. And then all it the, does happen. And then all, and then you have like you know third party models or something, and you can't do it. You know yeah. that's a bummer. So well, if, like we're not going to be like draconian about it. Like we're right. going to give you the chance to uh, we're going to give you the chance to replace the models. Like if your buddies have something that makes sense, then yeah, no, no problem. We want you to play. We're not we're we do not want to turn somebody away because that would suck. Right. However, um, uh, that is the way it is. And it, that was the same thing with anywhere where GW is going to be streaming the events. That's mm -hmm. the way it's going to be. Right. This is Games Workshop streaming the events. Yep. This is the people that makes your game. Uh, Axel so says. So do what they want. Well, it's, the, the thing with is the like. Streaming. I mean, fair enough. Right? If they're paying for the stream, they're flying uh, seven staff members across right. the ocean. Right. Like they're not going to spend all this money and time and effort to promote someone else's. Yes. No, no 3D printed anything. Uh, no, bits, right? bits are okay. They said that? No, that's for us. We said that's fine. Um, mm -hmm. Like you can have third party bits on the model. That's fine. But the model has to predominantly be a game. That was the line model. you drew? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like, no, don't show up with that's a 3D. A, that surprises me though. Don't show up with a 3D printed model like at all, period. That's not right. like, no, that's a hard no. If you come with a 3D printed dreadnought, that shit is getting taken off the table. Mm -hmm. Like that does that's a absolute and non-starter. <laughs> like this is this is a, a an event celebrating the hobby, which does not mean printing your own crappy models and coming to play. Like that's totally fine right. for your home. It's it's that's fine for a club. I wouldn't even that would be disrespectful to even do it at a game store because you're like. You're yeah. coming in using their space, and you're like, I'm not buying anything. Each from square here. foot of that game store is worth a certain amount of money. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, Same yeah. thing with with conventions, and especially with Games Workshop now, yeah. taking a direct part with the streaming. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know. For me, it's a no-brainer, but I can see why some people would be. Yeah, totally. Like upset. bits, bits are cool, right? Like for me, for example, on my uh, Stern Guard, I have uh, third-party uh, bolters that are really cool. That are like that stuff. Like that's fine. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but like I said, if in doubt, send in a picture. Right. Like if in doubt, send in a picture. You do not want to be caught off guard by this. And again, third-party miniatures are fine at the event. It's just for the top eight that it's not going to fly because GW will not allow those models on the stream, right. which I get. They're not going to be advertising their competitor's product. Um, so if you are that person and you do make it, you're going to have to sub in the model. And just be aware of it, right? Like, yeah. Like, can you imagine like somebody like plopping down like a whole guard army of Victorian miniatures, and then like asking in the stream, "Hey, where'd they get those?" And then GW employees are like, um, "From yeah. Victorian miniatures." And that's yeah. not going to happen, right? That that, that that's why right. that's not going to happen. Not that those aren't cool models. They're they, super they cool. They certainly are. Yeah, they're but, beautiful. Yeah, because just common sense really needs to be used here. Um, let me see. Someone asked a question. For basing, uh, again, this is uh, this has been the case for all like all of Eighth Edition. This most of this information has been available, so it's always funny when people are like, "What about this?" And I'm like, "Man, I put a lot of time and energy in writing this dang packet that no one's <laughs> no one reads." Uh, for basing, you can have uh, it's fine to have bases that are just black, right? Like if you just paint them black. And, and you're consistent. Painting them black or just leaving them black? Leaving them black or if painting them red or whatever, mm -hmm. that's definitely not the nicest looking way to do it. Actually, plain black bases can look really sharp. 
that's fine. Like if you if all you do is paint the base and it's consistent, mm -hmm. you're fine. But if if it's like if you're totally unbased and it's like some of them are black and some of them are gray or, or whatever, it's not gonna happen. It actually happened at the SoCal Open. We had to pull guys' models off the table because mm -hmm. they were unbased. It sucked. He was on a hot streak too. Um, so yeah, just if if, if 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 the bare minimum, if it's all you can do, just paint them all black and you're gonna be fine. Uh, clear resin bases are fine too. Um, that I, I actually someone sent in a picture of a whole army on clear resin bases, mm -hmm. or the clear plastic. It actually looks really cool. Like right. I, I was because I've never seen a whole army like it. And they had them on a mat, and it looked like they were literally walking on the mat. I was like, "Wow, that looks cool." Mm -hmm. I, I liked it a lot. That um, does take some effort. You got to buy them. Sea Irons commentating on the stream. It's going to be the the same crew from Nova. The Dream Team. The Dream Team. You're going to be seeing the uh, Scream Team. Frankie, uh, Jeff. Mariana is going to be uh, running the... She's going to be behind the camera. Yep. I believe yes. they've already announced it. They already they already said it. Too late. Yeah. You heard it here first. I might have to cut that out and post. But well, <laughs> no, they've, it's already it's a done already, deal. And it's already been done at an event. It's already been a done deal, yeah. So that's really exciting. And that's part of like... Uh, part of what is so exciting about this is that it's pushing everything forward to be more professional. Mm -hmm. um, that's why we're, we're drawing a line in the sand on the appearance of your army. It's, it's, if we really want to move this, the dial forward on making 40K fun to watch uh, and, and Age of Sigmar and making it exciting, making it something that is um, just bigger, mm -hmm. you got to raise the bar. That's the only way you're going to make it happen. So do you think the only way to raise the bar higher is to start requiring LARPing during the game? I like where your head's at. You have to be in costume. Yes. And you have to communicate in character you get a yellow card if you don't right yep that's the next level that is the next level right. i cannot wait to see the top dark eldar player <laughs> oh yeah baby <laughs> oh that's exciting i like that uh just thinking we, about that now man we're, we're kidding Whew. by the way uh red three standing by says it's the same th reason that uh the nfl doesn't want something drinking a coke on the sideline right. yeah it's free advertising Right. And for the individual player who's like, but I have third party models that I love and I've always been able to use them. Yeah, I get it. But with getting GW back involved, which is a positive, there's some trade offs that come along with that. So, oh, yeah. Slanesh cosplay. Ooh, I like it. Uh, Grim Gold. Funny thought. A league shoutcaster commentating a 40K match. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be great. Frankie and Jeff did a great job at Nova. And now they've got practice. It's going to be even better. Yeah, um, I mean Jeff is just—that's what he does for a living. So, Don the Magnificent, um, ping Frankie at FrontlineGaming.org with that, and he'll help you out. Um, yeah, this is new. Uploading the list and stuff. This is all new, so there's going to be some kinks to work out as we go, um, mm -hmm. but it'll be fine. Uh, Matt Pashby, what's up, dude? Yo, how you doing, buddy? How's Idaho? Send me um, those paint updates. I—I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Games Workshop's plan is to only stream. Um, 40k oh. yeah I, I, I'm not sure I, I could totally be wrong on that I, I that's actually not my wheelhouse um, I'm, I'm not in charge of that portion of it so I, I could be wrong but I believe that is the case so okay uh, zero charisma I understand that is disappointing but remember this only applies to you if you're going into the top eight and it only applies to those games right it's 99% of the people there, it's not gonna matter, mm -hmm. right? And then 
just be aware of it. Like if you've got a third party Magnus or whatever the heck, a Demon Prince that you really like, just make sure you've got something on standby to swap it out for. No big deal. Um, yeah, it, it is what it is, right? Like this, this is the way forward. So um, there's not really, there's not really any debate to be had about it. To be yeah, zero right. charisma. I also wouldn't be worrying about it too much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, actually, can, can there be a mandatory dress code? Everyone wears a Speedo. I don't think that would be a hit. Uh, <laughs> that would make for a good calendar spread. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Zero Charisma, it's, it's really not. People are going to blow it out of proportion, of course, because that's what people do on the internet. It's really not that big of a deal, right? It was the same thing. It was the same thing at Nova. You could not, because I, I was supposed to play on the stream game for my fourth game. And my opponent had a third-party Abaddon. It's the same one that everybody, like, not everybody, but a lot of people use. And he was mega bummed out because we couldn't play on the stream because he had a third-party model. The uh, Don has a good comment about uh, is showering an option for Nurgle LARPing. Ooh, I, I would have said that. There's, I think there's already a lot of people doing Nurgle LARPing. Yeah, I think that's the <laughs> default LARP. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my, my opponent was super, bummed, was super bummed out because he yeah. couldn't play. And it's like... I get it. You know what I mean? Like it, for me, I was like, I don't care. I don't really care to play on the stream that much. I've done it so many times, but uh, for somebody who it's like a unique experience for, that's like a real, a real bummer. And we don't want that to happen. So that's right. what, we're trying to get the information out there. Uh, I mean, if we, if we want to keep in the good graces so we can continue to nerf Tau, we really need <laughs> don't even to joke, make Games dude. Workshop happy. Don't even joke. There's still people who think that. You did a pretty good with ne did a job with Necrons. Oh, I love my Necrons, but they, they are struggling. <laughs> Statistically, they are they are at the low end of the of the power curve, unfortunately. I don't think so, man. I think people are just not playing them right. Frankie says the same thing, and I people know. get irate. I get emails like, well, let's see them do it. And I'm like, ugh, sorry. No, I, that's, that's actually been the follow-up hasn't been there. No. He has not delivered. The boasting on that. has yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. I win more games than I lose with my Necrons, but it's, it is definitely a, yeah. a struggle, especially when you play the really powerful lists. Right. It is. It is a struggle. They're going to need. I think the the cure for Necrons is, um, it's it's. It, there's just like a few things I would like to see happen, and I think they would be fine. Mm -hmm. I feel like they have a lot of the tools they need, but it's just there's a couple little things that add up to to make it more difficult for them. Let them ally with Tyranids. Uh, no. Okay. No. Oh, also, I wanted to apologize. I got blasted by some uh, Australian <laughs> people. I'm, I don't know why I thought this, but this whole time, I think I'll explain it. First of all, the mistake, I accidentally said that CanCon was in Cairns, which is in the northern part of Australia. That would make sense. But you know what? Like, it's actually in Canberra, which is the capital of Australia. And fun fact, a lot of people don't know this, uh, It was the city was actually designed by famous architect Frank Lloyd Wright. American architect. Well, see, I thought Sydney was the capital of Australia. Everybody thinks that. It's not the case. I guess there was a fight between, I think it was Sydney and Melbourne, I think. I could be wrong. But um, uh, they couldn't make up the mind, so they chose, like, Sacramento. Like, okay. They, like, shot in the middle and, like, Canberra. Right. Uh, so, well, that uh, makes sense. Yeah, I guess that was why it's the capital. So, all, um, all equally irrelevant. I... Uh, <laughs> It's it matters to them. I was telling people to go to the wrong damn city. It's like super, it's like on the other side of the country. That is true. It takes like like a week to get from one city to the other. Yeah. So I, I apologize for that. I think the reason that I thought it was in Cairns is because my cousin lived in Cairns and he's he's he distributes FLG mats in Australia. He's really active in the scene and he always talked about CanCon and how cool it was. And I just assumed it was in his city. Right. 
I, I think that's why I made that mistake because no one told me that, that's for sure. Uh, K-123 <laughs> says the Necron Spiderwalker Forge World unit is surprisingly strong in ITC, taking three of them. Uh, yeah, I have heard that actually. Uh, one of our teammates, Junior, has been using them and he's been doing really well. well he's with been them. using one. Yeah. This person's saying take three. Nova Star says when we have another dress match. Everyone wanted us to stream that our, was cool. our league That was a long game. time ago. Yeah, well, it wasn't cool for me. I was in a dress. Yeah. Uh, everyone was saying we should stream our, our league game because it's. Make it's, it a dress match with Milk Challenge. No, thank you. All in but, one. But uh, our stream table is literally buried in terrain right now. It so, is. I'm looking at it. Yeah. You can't see the bottom of it. Uh, Acts of Entropy, we've always played our big ITC buildings as impassable, but yesterday we used the enclosed ruin rule, and it was Ooh. it was fun. Infantry need the boost. Thank you. I've had a number of people being really negative about that. Why would they be impassable unless you glued everything together so it's just inconvenient to put models in it? I can see why people would make that choice, but the enclosed ruin thing, like for us, we've been playing it that way the entire edition, so it's just kind of like... But it's funny, there's, of course, there's always people that pipe up, and it's like a lot of them aren't even coming to the events, so I'm like, what do you care? Right. But uh, there's been a couple, like a very small number of people have been really negative about it, and it's like, I can tell from the things they're saying yeah. that they haven't actually tried it. It's, well, they're just going off of theory. It's really important. It's, it, the, the, the reason why it, it makes infantry really, really good, but it gives you a way to like fight back against things like the Castellan, and uh, big units of, of Vetus Praetors, the um, Custodes jet bikes, who are super good in the ITC. Mm -hmm. And it gives you a way to counter that, and it makes a lot of units that struggle much better. Because people are like, oh, you can put Dark Reapers in there and jump out and shoot and jump back. And I'm like, you can do that with a wall. You can do that behind a hill. It's not that, you know, a lot of the arguments that people are making are purely theoretical. A lot of them clearly haven't tried it. Um, is it all good? No, of course not. We were trying to make a compromise based on the current terrain rules, which um, I think personally are the weakest part of 8th edition. I think the terrain rules need the most most help. Well, it's, a lot, it's very ambiguous. Yeah, it, 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 I would like to see a little bit. Uh, I, I, I would love to see those get updated right. personally. Um, but I'm glad you liked it, Axis Vinch B. That's awesome. Uh, next level painting. What's up, Kenny? How you doing, buddy? Looking forward Kenny to seeing you. Kenny, the, the Long Wars double... Is it like 230 people? You guys are... Get ready. You guys are crushing Get it. Get three weeks. Good job, dude. It says... Uh, Kenny says it makes terrain actually matter and movement actually tactical. I agree. 100%. Yeah. Like, we love it. And But the thing is, I could totally see someone that's not used to it having a negative experience if they, if they get pantsed by it. Yeah. Like, uh, at the SoCal Open, a gentleman was kicking butt. He was crushing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was playing uh, Vetus Praetor, um, the jet bike, uh, Custodes Army. Mm -hmm. And he lost to Brandon Grant because Brandon used the ruins to his advantage. His opponent picked all these, like, kill stuff objectives. And uh, he made a boot. He yeah. goofed. He goofed, right? Yeah. And Brandon was like, oh, you want to kill all these infantry models and your army is all jet bikes? He's like, boop. He put them all in a building. And his, right. So that guy he's like, was... like, oh, you chose these units? The guy's like, yes. that is correct. And he's like... He's like Boop, 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 and in a building. And the guy's like, I lost. So the guy was really <laughs> upset because he's like, I got defeated by a building. I was like, I was like, yes and no, yes. Not the first person. I was like, you actually got defeated because you chose the wrong objectives, but you didn't know, right? It's understandable. He will not make that mistake again. And I bet you in his list, he now has something that can go into a building and kill stuff. Right. Right? If like, you focus too much on one aspect, you're not going to, you're going to catch a couple of people off guard and you're going to do really well. But you're going to find a matchup where you're going to lose. <laughs> Michelangelo. 
my argument is that it just doesn't make sense for a person to be able to enter a building. When has anyone ever entered a building? That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious, dude. See, like, what I would like to see personally is, uh, and this is just me just talking, like, this isn't what is going to happen. I'd like to see rules where you could interact with the building a little bit more, like, mm -hmm. uh, for the example. Old rules. Yeah. Like, damage uh, mm -hmm. train. That'd be cool, man. Like, imagine if a building was like a transport vehicle where you embark in it. Mm -hmm. You can shoot it, hurt the building, the guys inside can get hurt. Yeah. That way a knight can like kick it and hurt the guys inside or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, or your mana core can shoot this death missile and blow it up like it's supposed to. Yeah, like that'd be like, like in Drop Zone Commander, that'd be I'd awesome. I'd love that. Somebody has like a mana core. Just blow the building up. like, here's up. my scout ha hanging out in this building. You can't yeah. hurt me. Or a mana core can, but you know what I mean. Well, then, you get the, the gist of it. That'd be really fun, right? And like the other absurd yeah. thing is like you can shoot a mortar out of a, uh, a building. Yeah, I, I abuse that. Everybody I, use, does, I yeah. use a lot of mortars in my list, and I use uh, a lot of indirect fire things because of people doing that stuff. But it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's dumb. Um, and it is silly, but it's like it's a, it's abstract, you know. Like the miniatures game can only go so far with realism. Sea mm -hmm. irons. Will there be uh, anything other than ruins and enclosures? Yeah, man. Like that's the other thing is that only like forty percent of the tables max are going to have an enclosed ruin on them. Mm -hmm. Most of our tables don't actually have them. Um, but you just want to be ready for it, and like it's it's like, it makes things like howling banshees like it makes a lot of these units way better because they right. can actually like dodge, they can avoid getting blasted as they make their way up the table. Right. Um, no, we have all kinds of terrain. We have hills. We have impassable terrain. We have ruins. We have enclosed ruins. We got it all. We've got every kind of of terrain. Um, and all of our tables layouts are are they're intentionally different. Yeah. Right. Like we, we want variety because the feedback we get is that people want variety. They want cool themed tables. Right. Um, uh, next level painting. Kenny says this is not the first edition. Bikers got <clears throat> screwed by buildings. Yeah. I would like to see more units be able to go into buildings. Just but it also doesn't make sense period. for bikers to roll into a building Maybe. and like run up the stairs. Uh, yeah. Wizard of Boss. The drop zone commander rules are really cool. Can you scroll up? There's a lot of questions coming. Um, I love the drop zone commander building rules. I think they're the best, in my opinion. I, I really like them, but they're very abstract. Um, and, and in 40k, I, I don't know if the game, if the the if that's the vision they have for the game. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think I, I, it works great, in my opinion. Uh, K dash one two three. I really struggled versus twenty one grotesques. Uh, yep. In buildings. In, fire. At the last chance open, my list wasn't. Uh, well, my list wasn't great though. He says. Right. Yeah. Um, there are some codexes that don't have indirect fire options. Or or they don't so have tough. the best units for going in and kicking ass in a building. Yeah, so that can be tough. It can, but, it, but, it can. The, but that being said, like there are a lot more ways to score points than killing that one unit in the game. So uh, if they're hiding yeah. that unit, a, a 21 model grotesque unit in a building to hold one objective, your opponent's not very good. And just remember too, guys, so, you can't put... There's, also, there's can't, also that. Yeah. Well, because a lot of people are going to be trying to game it, right? They're going to take yeah. tough units that can go and hold objectives. The objective can't go in an enclosed room. Don't there forget that. Ooh, people don't forget, forget that. Because everyone's like, oh, you just go inside the building and hold it. I'm like, well, then you just go outside now you can, the building. But you can't put it, it near, near the yep. wall. And you can. they still count as holding it. Yep. However, like I said, there's many, many ways to score points in the ITC. And there's not only one objective on the board. Yep. The other thing is, too, don't forget, you can still charge a unit inside of a, a, a ruin, even if you can't go through the wall of a ruin. If they're within one inch of the outer edge of the wall, you can still charge them. It happens all the time. Uh, all the time. Which I, uh, that happened to me. Yeah, I do it all the time. People are like, oh, I'm hiding. And you're like, no, you're not. Boop, dead. Yeah. Um, 
grim gold, maybe flamers hitting everyone inside of a building like they did in seventh. Yeah, there's there's so many different ways to do it, right? And flame, I, I flame weapons should have or, that option. Or like a, a vindicator. Yeah. That's literally what the gun is supposed to do. It's supposed to blow buildings up and stuff. And like, there's so many different ways to do it. And I think we all agree we'd like to see the terrain rules get updated. Uh, but that's for the future for now. Yeah. Just just be prepared with your list. Be prepared to think about build all comers. How am I going to deal with uh, a box on the table if if I do if I do need to do, to to do that? So uh, we'll come back and answer some more questions at the end of the show. We're running a little long, so I want to get through uh, everybody else. If you scroll up really quickly, buddy. Uh, oh, and if anybody's available to come and help us with uh, terrain this weekend, I was considering going up to a tournament in the bay, but. Uh, it's it's not a good call. So this right, where's that? At? It's um, it's an invitational up in uh, I think it's in Oakland or uh, mm. or Concord up there. A lot of the guys are going to be playing. It sounds so much. Fun. I really wanted to go. Oh, Jeff's doing it. Yeah, Jeff yeah. and Jesse and Tasty Taste and all of our buddies. I really wanted to go, but I just it's not going to make sense to do that. Not going to happen. Yeah, I, I the the terrain is going really well, but I. I can't afford to take two days off. Makes sense. Um, so if you're available in the San Diego area and you want to come and help with terrain on the 19th and the 20th this mm -hmm. coming weekend, uh, please do. We'll be uh, here. We'll be here. We'll feed you. We'll get, you know, pizza and get you some orange tacos chicken. and stuff like that. Uh, it's actually quite, it's, it's work, yeah. but it's fun. Um, and we, we could really use Play the, some hip hop. the help to get over that little hump. Mm -hmm. uh, we could listen to whatever kind of music you all want. Uh, I cannot believe how many events there are this weekend. I know. Ramping up, dude. January, People trying to get to the top ten. Crazy. There's like 30 events this weekend, including two majors and a GT. I, I probably would have waited for the weekend after the LBO. Well, this is the last chance. Like half of them are called right. last chance. Yeah. Uh, but do you think anyone here is going to be in the top ten? Oh, I'm sure. Boost the points. Well, dude, the the Caledonian uprising. Uh, right. And Stockport, I mean, the UK players, if they want to really seriously take a shot at it, they're going to be there. Right. Uh, the Golden Sprue Cup, which is run by our friend Adam, that's up in uh, New York, upstate New York. Uh, that's another major. Uh, that event's been going on for a really long time. Very cool event. Go check it out. And there's the Aberdeen uh, LVO Warm-Up GT in Aberdeen, Washington. Mm -hmm. So get out there, get your points, and make sure that your TO submits the scores by uh, midnight Eastern time. Monday before the LVO, which I believe is the fourth, I think. Uh, it's yes. the Monday before the LVO. Important. Yeah. Yes. That's the deadline to get your scores submitted. Uh, so make sure they do that. Uh, be, do it. Get on them. Get on them. Uh, upcoming uh, Age of Sigmar events, we do have a GT. Quite a few. The Golden Sprue Cup uh, this weekend also. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've heard nothing but good things. Really good event. And there's quite a few other uh, Age of Sigmar events. So get out there, get your points, participate, have fun. Current 40K ITC top five. Nick Nonavati hangs onto his lead, although it has Ooh. been narrowed considerably. Mike Porter is nipping at his heels. He's just running after him. Yeah. He's just not it's gonna it. be It's going to be a shootout. He's uh, the bulldog. That's his new nickname. <laughs> that would be appropriate as he's English. That's true. Uh, Nick, as I think a lot of you probably know, uh, Nick is playing Orcs, and he was sponsored by um, uh, Army Painter. Yep. With our, our friend Adam is uh, helping him out. They painted his whole army in like nice. two days or something like that. It was insane. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be interesting, Nick. It's interesting that Nick chose orcs because orcs are, are really good. I'm a big orc player myself, and I feel like I, I don't. Well, he hasn't uploaded his list yet, right? So we don't know. No, he's, he his list is out there. It um, is. Okay. Well, it's not on BCP, I don't think yet. Mm -hmm. But 
he they did a bunch of blog posts and stuff about it and um he's got like the Ludabomb, yep. uh lots of storm boys and boys nice it, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting nick is obviously a phenomenal player i think i don't think anyone's gonna argue he's, he's the best player out there right now he's proven it with his, his deeds mm-hmm. uh it's interesting he chose oryx um I feel like they they're really really strong, but they in my experience, I still really struggle with knights, especially knight gallants. Mm. A knight gallant with a two up save is a orc's worst nightmare, or with a five up save, uh, rotate ion shields in combat. Because really, the only thing orcs have is uh, a war boss with the kill a claw. He'll kill a knight on average dice in combat, but he dies doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's it's trading like a a, a knight for a queen. Uh, it's it's a one trick pony. If you get the Luda bomb off and you go first, you can may not kill a knight. It's just it's so there's so much fluky you know variance in there, but you can really mess a knight up with them. But again, that the Luda bomb runs out of gas by turn two in my experience every time. It's brutal on turn one if they go first, mm-hmm. and it just runs out of steam. You run out of CP. They just get nuked. You just shoot them to death. So you know we'll see. It's going to be really interesting. Uh, He's a good enough player that yeah, I obviously he's one of my top picks to, to go the distance. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll see. There's still the most winning army in the game is the Castellan and Astra Militarum. So, yes, we'll see. What do, what do you think, buddy? Like, what are you thinking about uh, who's going to take it? I don't know. Good. I like it. I think uh, I mean, th- I'm not familiar enough with the top players that are going there to, like, really dial into their history and the, the list that they're playing. But I can probably say it would be a safe bet. To say it's probably going to be some sort of Catechin Castellan mixture. Um, Yanari is going to do very well. I, that's that's kind of my extent, I would say, is, is just picking a couple things that I think are going to do pretty well. I think you you're know. guaranteed to see at yeah. least one Castellan slash Astro Militarum list in the top eight. Mm-hmm. I'd be shocked if you didn't. I think you're going to see some Custodes. I, I think so too. too. Yeah, they're really good in the ITC format um, and they're just good, period, right? Like, Mike Porter got a perfect battle score at the LGT mm-hmm. with Custodes. Yeah, they're so really they're, good. Yeah, and the it's SoCal Open. Unbelievably good. They're so good. At the SoCal Open, that was second place battle points. Um, really good. Uh, and then to finish out our top five, we've got Trent Northington in third. He's been hanging on to that spot for quite a while now. He's got a 50-point, you know, he's, or he's 65 points behind Nick, but the LVO is going to generate so many points that it's, it's really anybody's game. You just got to make the top eight. Nick Rose is in fourth place with an index army, which is very impressive. And we have uh, Matt Root has jumped up into fifth place. Uh, he's been doing really well. And then every other person on the list, we got Brandon Grant, Andrew Gagno. Is this um, a new lame that jumped up? Yes, it is. Why don't we give that guy a shout out? Because that's a pretty uh, big deal. Malik. Yeah. Armin Rubio. I actually have never heard of this player, this but person. he's on the top 10 of how many thousands and thousands well, of players. You click on it. Let's see what, uh, right. let's, let's this, see. What... It actually caught my eye. That's why I brought it up. Yeah, he, he just burst into the top 10. Uh, he's on Team Draco, which is a UK team. Uh-huh. And he plays Yunari. And okay. again, you can see all this information if you click on the name and go to the BCP. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's done really well. He won two, he won a major, uh, won an RTT and a GT. And he's been playing in a lot of European and UK events. Nice. Another Very UK cool. guy just snuck up in there. there well we done. Um, yeah, but it's basically a who's who of the hobby. We got Scari. Josh right. Death. Uh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be really exciting. Andrew And I love how Andrew put it all in caps. Yeah. So see, the next thing, somebody needs to put their name in, like, alternating capital letters. Please don't do that. We're going to have to – that's actually going to be a rule that we put in. 
for Emo- the ITC. Emojis? No, you have to put yeah. your name in a legible, normal format. Oh, okay. Yeah. Enjoy uh, while it lasts. ITC Hobby Track uh, top five. This has been really exciting. All of these guys are blowing me up on email. They're so excited. Almost all of them are coming. They're really serious. They want to win. Uh, we're going to have the painting rubric uh, posted up. Uh, I should be able to get that done today or tomorrow. And uh, that way you'll know exactly what uh, how the judges are going to be uh, scoring you. So really exciting. Can't wait to see these armies. But uh, Derek Page has jumped into first place. And that's he did really well at the SoCal Open. Yeah, he always does pretty well. His army is beautiful. His, his display board is really the, the magic. Right. Uh, Lou Rollins, who also did really well at the SoCal Open, has moved into second. Uh, Matthew Bodnarchuk has dropped down into third. Scott Rumpel has moved into fourth. Mike Ralston in fifth. So I can't wait. These guys are all pumped. They, they really wanted uh, to do well. So that's exciting. Uh, Age of Sigmar, top five. You got Joe Cryer continues to lead the pack. Jeremy Vessier is in second. Uh, our man, Matt Pashby. Matt Pashby. He's in third. James Thomas in fourth. Bill Souza in fifth. And again, the LVOs, we're sitting at like 150, I think, right now. Mm-hmm. For AOS, it's one of the biggest events out there. Going to totally disrupt the scores. It's going to be really exciting. Uh, AOS ITC Hobby Track, we have Sid Singh continues to lead the pack, followed by Philip Verduzco, Josh Lara in third, Ben Nelson in fourth. Please name your son half or full. Mm-hmm. Two. Pretty good. Eh, that was a little hanging fruit. When you got it, you got it. <laughs> Joseph Alifacker in fifth. Uh, can't wait to see those scores get disrupted at the LVO as well. Mm-hmm. Shadespire top five. Mike Course leading the pack. Andrew Everhart in second. He's moved back up. Adam Brazel in third. Brandon Ulick in fourth. Tony Field in fifth. And they, they might be. They, these players should be pretty stoked. There's two new Shadespire Warbands going for pre-order yeah. this weekend. And we have, we're sitting at like 50 for the Shadespire event, if my Very memory nice. serves. So it's going to be really good. Uh, also, check out some of these awesome uh, paint commissions we recently finished. Uh, we did a Kingdom Death set for a client. Yeah. Um, and they, they're gorgeous. They really came out well. Also, start thinking about questions you want to ask as we will jump in and answer those after we look at these. So these are Kingdom Death models. I love them. And these are painted to a high standard. Yep. A lot of detail work. Um, especially, I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, what can you say to it? They look really. amazing. I mean, every part of the model is painted nicely. I mean, the, just the feathers on that. What is that? That's the uh, the phoenix. phoenix. Um, yeah, we don't do a lot of these ones, but when we do get them, they always come out really nicely. So if you do have Kingdom Death stuff, hit us up because we're not afraid to do it. I know uh, they can be a little bit intimidating sometimes. Yeah, we've done like three wow, sets. Yeah, they're so good. Really great. I love I love the models. They're so characterful. They're a little disturbing, but that's I like that. Yeah. Um, it's not to everybody's taste, I think. And these are like extreme close-ups, by the way. Yeah. Of very small models. But uh, yeah, very, very good looking. Um, anything else? Or is it just that? Yeah, that was it. Oh. So hit us up if you would like to get a commission done. We're always taking more work. Mm-hmm. And we're always looking for more talent. If you want to work with us. Indeed. It's a good gig. Um, we actually just, just picked up another local. Um, yeah, so... You know, we're getting as the paint studio grows, which it has been growing tremendously. Which this is year great. has been. And we've nuts. picked up. I think the last, in the last month, I had three new artists start with us, and so we're, we are getting a lot of uh, people who would like to work for our studio. And one of the great things about working with us is, is we do work remotely with artists, um, which is not something that you commonly see. However, please, it's I want to stress, please look at our portfolio before you submit your photos and have have an honest look at your at your stuff for us the only thing i ask because i do yeah. get a lot i get a lot of applications and um and we encourage you to, to apply and yeah. keep applying and i always i always try yeah. to give good feedback and i try to let people know 
um, what we're looking for and, and then encourage them to continue to, to, to practice and send me updates because I have had people who have come back later and it obviously improved their skills and we brought them on board. Excellent. Yeah. Custodian cap, will the tables be set up similarly, similarly to SoCal uh, Open? It's going to be the exact same uh, tables. Uh, like all those, all of those tables are going to the LVO. Um, but that, that is exactly what you should expect. Mm -hmm. If you want if, if, cause I've had people emailing in like, send me pictures of the tables. I'm like, bro, we have like 20 different layouts. Uh, look at pictures of the SoCal open and that's exactly what you should expect. Every single table will be to that standard. They're beautiful. They're beautiful tables. So red, red three standing by, do you know what the trick is about people who bring all those grass to screen the Lutas? You still shoot the Lutas. Yeah. You still shoot the Lutas. Cause you're going to kill the grots and you're going to also get a lot through yeah. uh, and kill the Lutas while you do it. Yep. So don't be afraid. Don't, don't be intimidated by that. Cause that's what every single orc player is going to be doing that. And yeah. you're like, I'm going to target the Lutas here. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, go ahead. Burn Look at these strategy. growths. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Still going to shoot at them. Go ahead and burn a stratagem and then you're going to be picking up uh, grots too. You're going to kill some of the Lutas and you're going to kill the grots. Uh, and the digital 17, which is the new loyal 32. What, what is the digital 17? Uh, we have to go. Uh, that right. must be a Necron uh, joke. Like th three units of five immortals and two uh, uh, two lords, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, ba -ba -ba. Where do I where so, do I submit rules questions? Don't see any on FLG. Yeah, you don't don't submit rules questions through Instagram. Uh, hit us up. Is it the contact email? For what? Rules questions. Yeah, just send them to contact. Contact at frontlinegaming.org. However, if it's a Games Workshop rules question, you should email them. Um, if it's if it's pertinent <laughs> to the LVO, hit us up. If it's like, are our bolters really rapid fire? Gosh, yes. these questions are coming in so fast. Yeah, Mariana's the one that answers the Instagram one, so you can take her her answers if you want. Uh, David Rogers, whatever happened to that guy? Yeah, he fell off the rankings. But he was the, my fun. favorite robot. Uh, Malik is a UK player based in London. Says K Dash. Yeah, obviously, um, a good player. yeah, he must be really good. He's just burst into the top ten. He soul burst into the top 10. Not, you like it? That was well played. <laughs> when you got it, you got it. That I'm was in the actually wrong industry. That was a good joke. Uh, Wolf Priest, Carl, can we have Brandon paint a oh, whole army a in one day? Joke question. Uh, all of his questions. Oh, Carl, you're such a card. Uh, he's going with mega armored war bosses instead of regular ones, says Red 3 standing by. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Trying to answer these questions coming in. Uh, I bet. Uh, 20 i'll expect 25 feet between the tables i think that's what he was asking uh, michelangelo the, the space in between the tables michelangelo third-party models are fine for the paint competition that's no big deal uh it's it's literally it's only for playing in the top eight that's for going on stream mm -hmm. is specifically what it is but to make it into the top eight you have to be able to stream any or all of your games that that's that's why the rusty 17 the rusty 17 i love it what uh, is the 17 ad back do they have uh can I sign you a miniature? My name is, that's an interesting way to spell my name. Recess? <laughs> yes. Just say yes. Expect okay, they... 20 feet between tables LVO? No. <laughs> that's not, uh, that's a funny joke because I be said a, it's like SoCal. It's going to be a not. bit more intimate at the yeah. Las Vegas Open. Get ready. So yeah. a couple things. LVO prep, bring... Oh, it's Chapstick. a Skitari CP bat. Yes. That, that makes sense. Okay. The Rusty 17. That um, makes sense. That makes sense. LBO update. Bring uh, Chapstick. Yeah, Chapstick. Yep. Bring deodorant. Bring deodorant. You will have showers in your room. Bring extra clothing. 
What else? Bring a good attitude. Bring a good attitude. Bring extra spending money because we have 26 vendors yeah. this year and a lot of big names. Actually, I, I'm dragging my feet on it, but we, we're going to have a, a blog post um, on the main main blog detailing who's going to be there and if they're doing anything special. Um, but yeah, this is the we have the biggest names exhibitors than we've ever had. Yeah. Just so you know. It is. It's going to be pretty cool. And we have Demo Zone still. So if you want to play Star Trek. You can do that. You can do that. There's going to be all kinds of demo games. And the demo guys go yeah. on until like midnight. So like if you're if you're attending and you um, don't aren't like a person that wants to go out and gamble or go to shows or, or do all that kind of stuff, there is gaming in the hall until midnight. And the demo guys stay every night that late. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hafrican. Well, measurements are in the book. So we didn't feel the need to put any clarifying language about how you measure. It's I think it's actually very clear in the book. You can also just talk to your opponent about that. Like if you are a particular person and that's very important to you, just say before the game starts, hey, is it okay if this is the measurement from top floor to bottom? Cool. Yeah. Done. Easy. 100% answer. <laughs> right. But yeah, all that stuff's in the book. Most people aren't that particular. I don't. I still don't understand where this comes from. Uh, objectives are not columns. That's never... They're not in passable terrain. They're not a column. That's ne literally never been a rule in the game ever in any edition, to my knowledge. Um, I don't know where people come up with that. Mm. No, you just you measure distance to the closest part of the objective marker, in in three dimensions, everything. Yeah, so, the center of the objective. That that well, we, never we do it from the closest part, the closest edge. Yeah, but I'm saying like. I'm not sure. Are there some Some people play it as it's a, like an infinite height column or Got it's impassable. It. And people are like, they come to the event like playing it that way. And I'm like, I don't know. Where does this come from? Like it would never that might be, be a rule. That might be a callback to when people used to park like land raiders on top of an objective or... Um, well, people would do... They, they made, they, that's a house rule that people use to stop that sort of thing from happening. It's the same thing like, do I stand on a hill and get a cover save? I'm like... That's mm -hmm. never been a rule. Right. Like some people house rule it, which is totally fine. Mm -hmm. But I, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a game and someone's like, you can't move on the objective. Yeah. I'm like, why not? And like, it's impassable terrain. I'm like, show me in the rule book. It, uh, it never has been that way. Actually, no. That, so the hall uh, it closes, closes it's locked at midnight. And then we have security yeah. that hangs out there. Um, it's just, it's we can't have people there too late. Yeah, no, it, it, it's open. Shenanigans abound. It's open 8 a.m. to midnight. Yep. You can come hang out in my room. Access of entropy, yeah, it's a home rule. It, it's a home rule for the objectives, which house rule, which is fine. That's totally fine if you want to play it that way. Um, but that, that's just, it's never been an actual rule. Yeah. Actually, your room. Um, well, actually, you're in a casino, so there's lots to well, do. Well, he's, he's wondering if there's like adjacent rooms that are open. Like, you know how like, we have no. the, um, the painting rooms and stuff like that. No, I think no. all of them get locked the and closed whole, at midnight. The whole con shuts down at midnight. The hall, the hall actually starts in the hallway at the very beginning. So if you're familiar with it, there's the Italian restaurant that starts the hallway. That's where the security stops. Okay. Um, well, African, like really the, the, how to measure is like, it's pretty damn clear in the rule book. So if, if it comes up in your game, just, mm -hmm. just open the rule book. And if you're, if you're particular about it, ask your opponent, it's, it's is it okay to do this? No. Okay. Well, it's, 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 it's base to base or base to whole. Like that's it. It's, it's, it, to me, it's very clear. If you have a specific question, uh, maybe ask the judge, uh, but I, I I don't think it needs clarification. Um, that's just me though. Um, but it, but if it's something that concerns you, um, you know, ask the judge when you're there for clarification. And it should be pretty easy to um, get that taken care of. Aggress right. Aggressively ask your opponent immediately. <laughs> yeah.
don't do that. Uh, but at, at, at any rate, thank you so much for all the questions. I hope that we got as much of this information out there as we possibly could. Uh, and again, most of this information has been up for the whole year, but you know, people wait to the last minute to, to, to do stuff. That's human nature, mm -hmm. uh, not a big deal. Uh, okay, one, I guess a couple more questions really quick. I was excited for the Wraith host and of course UW needed to break my dreams. I, 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 yeah, I, I, that was a- What happened there? It was a confusing FAQ ruling that's not super consistent, but um, it's still really good, Valerie. Like I, I would totally still play the Wraith host. It's just not what we were all Play the uh, Emperor's Wrath Artillery Company, which Ooh, really baby. Um, uh, Axe of Entropy, by the way, the narrative event page says, uh, okay. are, are, are impassable and measured from the center. And that's fine. Right, but that's, that, those are rules written by the narrative guys. Yep. It's their rules. And, and that is 100% totally cool. Mm -hmm. If that's the way they think that they're gonna run the event and make it the most fun for people, awesome. If that information's out there, it's been out there, so um, no big deal, right? Mm -hmm. But don't, just, just don't come to the 40K champs or the friendly and, and just think that that's the way it's going to be because it's not, it's not in the player pack, it's not in the rule book. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll be playing under a misconception. Mm -hmm. So at any rate, again, thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals from the Frontline. We sure enjoyed talking to you. Uh, we can't wait to see you all at the Las Vegas Open. It's gonna be a blast. Again, if you could please come and help if you're free and you're so inclined and you would like to do that, uh, help us get over that last little hump with the terrain push. Uh, this weekend, the 19th and the 20th, would love to have you. We'll feed you, tell you really bad jokes, and uh, try to make it an enjoyable experience. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. And yeah. uh, we will talk to you next week. And until then, happy yeah. gaming. Good day, mate. <laughs>